Hello and welcome to She Awakened, the podcast with Stormy, aka The Awakened Health Coach. This podcast is for you if your soul is craving more, more energy, more self-love, more joy, more peace, more wealth, happiness, and fun. I am here to help you heal, to do the inner work, align your chakras, and raise your vibration so you can come back to your authentic truth, remember your innate worthiness, and step into your power. It's time for you to awaken your inner magic, my love. It's time for you to be who you came here to be. It's time for you to be healthy, body, mind, and soul. It's time to heal, to realign, to come back to within. Tune in each week and follow my socials for high vibe, authentic, and motivating content. Thank you for being here, my love. I am stoked to be on this journey with you. soul welcome back to the podcast welcome back to she awakened and i hope that you're having a beautiful day so far wherever you are whatever you have been doing i am sending you a big hug that i hope you can feel through this because i just want to give you a little squeeze through the microphone through the audio because i just feel like you might need it and you know what it's okay sometimes we do need it and sometimes we just need a little bit of a reminder that you're doing a good job and you are you are doing a really good job navigating some things that doesn't always feel easy and you are exactly where you are supposed to be i promise you let me just like be the messenger for the universe right now and say to you from the universe that you are exactly on time you are not running late, nothing's fucked up, nothing is, you know, something that not where you're meant to be. You are exactly where you need to be. So just breathe, <laughs> come back into yourself, open up your heart to yourself, bring a little smile to your face, and let's get into the episode. So today, I'm excited. I am. I'm excited to bring you today's little solo episode where I'm going to chat about triggers and healing and shadow work, which is new for the podcast and for me jumping on and actually like sitting down to chat about this. I haven't recorded an episode before about shadow work. I mean, it's intertwined and it's a part of a massive part of the work that I do with clients and with the message that I share. But I think it's been something that I've more sort of like just interweaved and, you know, sort of spoken about here and there. But it has been undeniable that I just I really I really believe that like life and the universe will encourage you to start to talk about certain things or do certain things when externally like people just say certain things over and over again and this will happen and it just kind of feels like you're getting these signs and getting these messages and messages and I've had a lot of messages and a lot of girls like just asking certain things and a lot of feedback and whatever about shadow work like it just keeps coming up shadow work shadow work shadow work so I thought let's obviously give the people what they want let's start to share about this and talk about this and help you to better understand this and facilitate this healing you know for yourself and within yourself because shadow work is a massive part of where the magic happens in terms of self-love and stepping into your authenticity living life to the fullest and manifesting the life that you are dreaming of and whatever it is that you're desiring for yourself because 
the like the prerequisite for manifesting the bigger dreams that you have and the things that you're desiring and your heart is wanting is that is is healing it's healing the parts of you that don't feel like you are worthy of that and that you deserve that and when you heal and shift internally in this way and raise your vibration then you become a match for this reality and you actually are able to receive it and to manifest it so shadow work let's chat about it if you don't really know what shadow work is or maybe you've heard about it and you sort of understand it but you don't really understand it then let's just cover that to start with i know um i know for me like i started to shift from just being focused on health and nutrition and and fitness and mindset and i started to really actually dive into like questioning why i never felt enough and why i was so fixated on what i looked like and why I was such a workaholic and just operating from this place of like never being enough and started to actually look at the ways that I was seeking external validation and starting to create that internally for myself instead and that is then what sort of led me down this path of like healing and you know having a bit of a spiritual awakening and discovering shadow work and when I first started to hear about shadow work which I guess would probably have been through podcasts for the most part. A little bit of TikTok, not so much Instagram, but definitely for the most part podcasts. And there's people that just like fart around the topic of like, you know, there's a lot of people that record podcasts purely as, not a lot of people, I'm not going to generalize and stereotype, but there are some people who I have listened to in the past who clearly record podcasts like simply as a lead magnet which is just a way of getting clients into a certain offer and just, you know, literally just sharing it and and dangling a carrot in front of your eyes, in front of your face, and then saying, come and pay me money and I'll work with you on it and I'll give you all of the answers. And I don't really particularly love that approach because I think that, I personally think that knowledge and education and awareness should be free because like (laughs) why not you know like you don't you don't pay me any of anyone that works with me or like in my business you don't pay me for knowledge you pay me for my energy for my time and for the healing that I'll help facilitate for you because you don't yet know how to do that for yourself but the stuff that I teach I'm happy to just teach because that should be free that should be accessible education should be accessible for everyone anyways that's a slightly different topic that I'm clearly passionate about and a little bit of a tangent but where I was coming from that coming with that was like um understanding that shadow work can sometimes feel like a vague thing where I know for me I was like okay I'm hearing this but like what the fuck does this actually mean please just stop beating around the bush and tell me what shadow work is so how I have learned to see shadow work and how I teach it and how I you know live it and approach it within my own life and within my own healing is that shadow work is being willing to dive into the parts of yourself that bring with it discomfort and fear and pain and shame and it's being willing enough and being brave enough to feel those more like darker and heavier and more like inverted commas negative emotions being willing to look at the beliefs that you have adopted that you know when you're when you're believing something and you're and you're believing a limiting story about yourself like for example I'm not enough it doesn't feel like a story it feels like the fact 
it feels like truth it feels like just your reality and being willing to actually acknowledge that not running from it and not suppressing it and not distracting yourself but actually being able to stop and just sit with yourself and to walk through all of that, to feel through all of those emotions. It's being willing to look at your shadow side, which is your trauma self in so many ways. And the side of you and the parts of you that don't feel enough, that um, react a certain way that you might not like, <laughs> but it's still like, you know, if someone pokes your button and someone triggers you, then you try and be really hard like try really hard to be a loving and kind and and wonderful person but then someone pokes your button and you turn into a grizzly bear who's negative and angry and and defensive and you don't like that about yourself because that's not who you want to be but it's it's still a part of like who you are and who you show up as and it's not just ignoring that but actually acknowledging that that side of yourself which is just an example so it's being willing and being um, brave enough to actually venture through the more like harder side of healing that at least feels hard and feels in commas negative. So there's light work and there's shadow work. The light work is or light play and shadow play if you want to make it a bit more fun because sometimes shadow work can feel and can be made into something that's really hard and really icky and something that you avoid. But it doesn't have to be that way. It certainly can be, but you can also make, like, anything is what you make of it. And it gets to be something that is just, um, that's easier depending on your mindset. Because what I knew to be true for myself, for the amazing clients that I have the opportunity and the privilege of working with and being a part of their journey and their healing so closely, because I really do work really closely with my one-on-one clients and, like, have that deep connection with them is that the shadow work is where the magic is. So the shadow work is like, in, in a more tangible sense, it's being triggered by something. And instead of ignoring that trigger or pushing your emotions away or getting on with shit or pretending that you're fine or whatever, using a Band-Aid, right? A Band-Aid over that wound. And the Band-Aid could be in the form of drinking or smoking or eating. It could be in the form of over-exercising, killing yourself in the gym to look a certain way or to just forget your thoughts because that feeling of, and I say this from experience, that feeling of like, of really doing a hard workout and just like, give, like beating yourself up and kicking your own ass, you literally turn your brain off in so many ways right like you get to zone out for a bit so maybe it's that or maybe you zone out through um, watching Netflix or through reading a book where you get to escape your reality and go and live someone else's more exciting life for a little while or if it's not that then it's talking shit about other people and gossiping because it makes you feel like you're doing better if you're judging and putting someone else down or maybe it's um, you know watching YouTube and scrolling on Instagram and getting excited by other people's lives and trying to live vicariously through them, and and or you know like being able to to, to see their lives and feel like almost a sense of you're watching them live, not just be alive, but live, and it feels like you're not so much just being alive and living such a boring life because you kind of forget your reality. Um, whatever it could be, whatever it is, that's your choice of coping mechanism, your choice of band-aid. So not doing that, but actually being willing to accept an invitation of going within and healing because something will only ever trigger you when there is a wound underneath. You won't just be triggered by anything, right? 
if you have a strong sense of knowing who you are, if you have a really clear understanding of like the person that you are, of the message that you're here to share, of knowing yourself inside and out, knowing what's important to you, knowing your why, and then someone comes along and says something like, oh, you know, like whatever it could be, just saying something to have a go and something to put shit on you, then it's not going to derail you so much because you're kind of like, cool, that's your opinion of me, but this is my opinion of me. And it doesn't have the same effect and it doesn't trigger you the same way as what it would if you don't know who you are, if you don't have a strong sense of self-love, if you don't have a like the ability to back yourself and to stand your ground and to be sovereign in your choices. And I feel like this, like an example there is like these days, I'm a lot more certain and a lot more empowered in my, just in what I do, because what I do is like, so it's quite unique. Um, it's quite different, especially in the like small, pretty small hometown that I come from. I don't know anyone else who has, is my age or even older, who started a business, who works for themselves and literally gets paid to just talk about the things that I talk about and to help coach people and heal people like it's just not a thing it's quite different and um the like how much I've chosen to share online and to put myself out there and to talk about things that can bring with it like people just seeing you and saying things and not understanding and when you don't back yourself and in the times in the past when I haven't backed myself and when I've still been figuring myself out and still been iffy and you know really being fueled by that external validation and how I'm received by people then when people have said stuff or when they've even like I've just been in the room and they've like been scrolling and seen a post of mine on Instagram or watching my story of me talking like I will I would like absolutely cringe or run or say like don't like no like don't listen to that like I don't I don't want to hear it like no or if they actually outright say something not being able to handle it because I didn't have a sense of just backing myself and knowing myself and it would bring up so much shame because what I was doing was so different whereas now and by no means am I perfect or like completely healed within this and never ever feel shame like trust me I'm human and I still do and still I'm working on being more and more confident more and more internally validated but I've definitely come a long way where like if someone says something now depending on what it is I'll just say kind of cool you know that's your opinion of me but this is this is what I know to be true so shadow work is in essence just starting to be a lot more aware of your response to things your emotional response to things like being able to actually acknowledge and have awareness because self-awareness is the first step to changing and healing and growing and evolving you cannot change what you're not aware of so starting to actually have that awareness of hey when I get on social media and when I scroll through Instagram it actually triggers me to feel like I'm not living my life to the fullest it makes me feel like I'm inadequate like I'm just sitting on the sidelines and my life's really boring and like I'm not worthy because I'm not having as much fun and I'm not you know looking like that or going on trips over there or I don't have all these nice clothes or whatever and it triggers you in that way and not just going through life unaware and on autopilot but actually starting to pay attention or maybe it's when you go to the gym 
actually starting to have an awareness of I get triggered to I mean I'm just let me let me just speak from experience because everyone's different in this way there's a bit of a spectrum here but for me I used to get triggered when I go to the gym and it would trigger the part of me that so badly just wanted external validation that if there were guys there lots of guys and lots of people then I would be like a fucking peacock like fluffing my failed tail tail feathers like look at me and I'm so fit and I'm so lean and look at my bum and like just putting myself out there in that way because I didn't feel enough and so having people there having that those having that attention would trigger the part of me that just wanted that validation and so then I would like and whether that's in that context of the gym or maybe it's even in a relationship or like a situationship where I in the past have definitely when that attention has been presented from a guy from someone who I mean, going back to the guy specific that I trauma bonded with, which I have spoken about in previous episodes um, a little bit and gone into, like when he would pop up and when he would give me attention, then that would trigger the part of me that just wanted validation, that just wanted acceptance, that just wanted approval. And underneath that, what I actually just wanted was fucking love, right? But when you are in this wounded place, then you can confuse attention for love but it's definitely not the same thing but so then I would be triggered in that way to feel like I'm not enough and like I need him or whoever it might have been to want me to love me to accept me to need me and then I would do certain things and act in certain ways and say certain things that were not authentic were not aligned were not who I actually was um but I felt like that's who I was and I felt like that's who I needed to be in order to have to fill this void and fill this hole of not enoughness that I felt inside of me. Or if it wasn't that relationship or whatever, maybe it's food or maybe it's maybe it's just going to the mirror and looking at yourself and judging yourself and feeling triggered by what you see, feeling like you're not enough, feeling like your body is too much here, not enough there, needing to lose weight you know um whatever else it might be but just this overarching like specific to you but this overarching sense of you're not enough and so that triggers you to feel shame triggers you to feel um unworthiness to feel hatred perhaps or any range of emotions and then from that place you know actually sitting like and and starting to have more of awareness of like okay so that's triggered me what is my response what is my band-aid that I have been using? So for me, because I've really have struggled with like a disordered eating past with my body image. So a lot of the time when I would be triggered with my body, my band-aid would be like going to the gym for one and killing myself and work out and just like trying to be as lean as possible, but not coming from a place of actually treating myself with kindness, but coming from a place of fear of not being enough and also restricting myself with food of like when I felt like I wasn't lean enough then I would go on a cut and I would not eat any bread I wouldn't eat any processed foods I wouldn't eat I wouldn't even eat bliss balls like protein balls because the dates in them had too much sugar I stopped eating bananas and mangoes because they of fruits were too high in sugar and I would only eat strawberries because berries are like in at least as far as I know from the research I did were like the lowest in sugar 
and I would be super obsessive and super restrictive and really fucking hard on myself because that was my way of trying to make myself feel enough because I'd just been triggered to feel like I wasn't enough. But these band-aids that you use never actually fill that like they don't fill that void they don't heal that part of you they don't hit this spot for any longer than a very short time because you can't like you can't you can't heal a wound with a band-aid and when you think of it practically in that way it makes sense you like like think about it if you know this afternoon or tomorrow you were gonna get hit by a car and sprain will break your arm And if you didn't go and get the proper medical attention and the healing that you need, it would make a lot of sense that your wound would get worse and worse, not better. It would get worse, right? Without proper attention, without the proper care, without the proper love and the, you know, the healing um, medicines, various medicines that it needs, it would get worse. You would be in pain on the inside internally and externally, but pain's obviously something an internal thing and you even if you couldn't see it say you had a jumper on or a jacket on and you couldn't outright see this arm of yours and see the broken bone is it still broken just because you can't see it yeah it's still fucking broken <laughs> i'm sure if you poked it it'd fucking hurt right it would fucking hurt if someone poked you if you had a broken arm but you had a jumper on so they couldn't see it And we have these internal wounds. And then someone comes along and just because you can't see it, you think you're fine. You think you're great. You think you're happy and everything's fucking great. Everything's dandy. But then that just that thing just gets to be too much. Or that thing just pokes you the wrong way, rubs you the wrong way. Whatever that person said or what you saw online or how that guy treated you or that friend, what she did, not being enough for her um, or being ignored. Or when you look in the mirror and again, you just see someone and see a body that's not enough. Whatever it is that happens that triggers you, it pokes that wound. And then it's just, it hurts, right? It hurts. And thinking again coming back to this like more practical metaphor i'm i'm feeling vibing the metaphors today if you are like most people you will take drugs and you will take painkillers to numb the pain you'll take panadol or something stronger depending on what it is if like if it's a headache you'll just pop a panadol right but whatever it is that's actually causing that headache doesn't go away just because you can't feel the pain it's just that you have taken something and you have in essence used a band-aid to cover up the hurt but it's still there that's like when you go on the pill for like i did for acne for irregular cycle um, or maybe it's pcos or endometriosis or just really painful periods whatever is causing that imbalance and that dis-ease the lack of ease in your body doesn't go away it's just that you can't see it anymore and you can't feel it anymore because you've taken something and you've used a band-aid in essence to cover it up but it's still there it's still there under the surface and when you distract yourself and use a band-aid like i've been saying in whatever coping mechanism that you do it's still there and you're still carrying around the pain and it's when we experience you know where these come from 
is when you're younger for the most part like a lot of our trauma comes from childhood but not all of it definitely definitely not all of it but it's just that your brain when you're a kid is it's still forming and it's still in those like it's literally emitting different brain waves it's more easily influenceable you're like a sponge with what you absorb from the ages of one to eight and so a lot of our, our trauma can definitely come from childhood, but in saying that, I have done a lot of healing work around you know relationships and friendships that came after that. So it's not just in that; it's these significant moments as well. But um, it's it's these these traumas that we experience, knowing that trauma is a massive spectrum that varies greatly, like little t trauma, big t trauma. Little t trauma can literally just be. It can be if your, you know, your mom or your dad didn't express love the way that you wanted them to, if they weren't present enough, if they were busy with work and didn't give you enough time, if you were yelled at, if you were told no, if you were ignored, if you were bullied, if you were made to feel in any way, shape or form that you weren't enough, if you weren't seen and heard authentically and loved unconditionally, then to a child, that is traumatic and it creates this wound and it creates these stories around whatever for example I'm not enough or you know I have to be a certain way in order to be lacked I am hard to love and whatever with these stories and these wounds and that is the source of these triggers and so shadow work is being willing and being brave enough to see the trigger as an invitation it's an invitation to look within and to look at the part of yourself that doesn't feel enough that doesn't feel worthy that feels bruised that feels broken and to question why it's being brave enough to sit in the feelings and to find your way through them and to stop letting it have such a grip and such a hold over you because until you heal it will control you it will control your life it will be this filter that you see your life through and no matter what you do you will always be showing up to life as like you literally it lowers your frequency and lowers your vibration and you emit this frequency of like I'm not enough and poor me and being the victim and playing the victim and so if there are certain aspects of your life that you are sick of and that you're wanting to shift and wanting to change then the like the work that I teach because of what I know to be so true is that it's about looking at what part of yourself is creating that how is your energy how are your beliefs and how is your vibration creating that reality and shifting what you can which is yourself it's being willing to shift it's like it's like going through life with these bags on your back wondering why you are so weighed down why it's so hard to be happy why it's so hard to just like yourself and like your body it's not who you are it's who you've learnt to be you're not someone who's just lazy and unmotivated and only ever gives a half-assed attempt at life you're not someone who is a perfectionist you are not someone who's just shy all the time who's quiet and struggles with social anxiety you are not these labels you are who you are authentically you are who you were when you were a little girl it's just that our trauma shapes us into someone that we're not because we think that that's who we are because of what we've experienced, what we've been told and the hurt that we're carrying. And so when you start to actually acknowledge this and feel these feelings and take these bags off your back, that's when you get to remember who the fuck you actually are and awaken that again and to come back to yourself to who you are at your core, who you are at your essence. And it's worth it. The hurt of healing 
is worth it. And the hurt of healing has a purpose. The hurt of you staying where you are and not being happy and carrying around this baggage doesn't serve you a purpose, my love. It doesn't. And it's better to face that hurt of healing than the hurt of not being where you want to be, of carrying around the hurt and the baggage. And it's a choice. It's a choice that we all have to make. It's a choice that's available to you at any moment. When something triggers you, choosing courage over comfort and going within and accepting that invitation. If you would like to learn how to do so more, then I'm actually running a free masterclass because I, like I said, there has been so many people saying, can you talk more about shadow work and can you help me more with shadow work? So I am, have listened and I'm running a free masterclass if you want to come along and I will actually help you to better understand this, to take you through it, to help you really actually have a solid sense of how to do so. If you're just wanting to learn more about shadow work um, and healing and working through your triggers, then I would love to have you come along and join. It's going to be so much fun if you can come on live. If you're listening to this in lifetime and the date hasn't passed, then on the 4th of November, which is a Thursday night, I'm running masterclass at 7 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. So that's obviously like checking if you're not in Daylight Savings Time, if you're in a different time zone. And yeah, on Zoom, going to be so much fun with other like-minded girls. You can come and learn and I will take you through my bit of a step-by-step process on how to work through your triggers, how to heal, how to do the shadow work and make it something that is easier than what it otherwise definitely can be. Making it more enjoyable and fun and lighthearted, not so serious and hard all the time. And sometimes, yes, we feel these feelings that can just be hard. And there's no two ways about that. There's no need to bypass that because like, the hard the hard moments the hard emotions the hard times is where the magic happens like that's that's where you grow right you don't grow when things are easy and comfortable so a big part of this and of stepping into your power is being willing to accept the hard because there's purpose to it and there's like such beauty and magic there and you're able, like, we can do hard things, babe. We can do hard things. It's a saying, a mantra that I repeat to myself that my girlfriends and I say all the time. We can do hard things. We are brave and we are courageous and we can do it. So if you want to come along and join that masterclass or watch the replay, if you've missed it, then head or just sign up and then be able to watch the recording if you can't make it live. Head to the link in my show notes and you can register. And I can't wait to see you on there. I really hope that this helped to just give a bit of a rundown on it and help you better understand things and hopefully to prompt you to start to just be brave enough to accept that invitation and to start to look within and to take this healing path. I'm so proud of you for just being here, for just being the person that you are and for being as brave as you are. You've got this. (laughs) Sending you so much love. Thank you for listening. Feel free to share this on your story and share this masterclass with anyone that you think would benefit as well. I will talk to you in the next episode. Sending all my love.